Good morning, all. Welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It is day 318 of continual broadcasting for us here at WEHG. As everyone who has been listening knows, I am crazy about books. I'd rather read and write than do much of anything else. Since we are on campus, I'm sure you've wondered why we don't just go over to the library. The answer is simply that it has more zombies locked inside than any building I have seen ever. Maybe even more than that radio station, Max, and the others rated for equipment. I didn't go on that trip, so I don't know for sure, but it's a lot. And it's not just that. Something happened in there. It's obvious from the outside that it isn't safe to go in. First of all, both the front and the back doors are locked up with heavy chains and big old padlocks. Libraries are seldom known for stealable valuables that would warrant this kind of lock, and I don't recall ever seeing the library secured like that before. There is no question in my mind that it was after the fall that the doors were locked up like that. I'm not sure if it's funny or sick or scary, but someone actually scrawled, don't open, dead inside, across the doors, just like the doors in the hospital in The Walking Dead. And it's no joke. Every single time we've come within 200 feet of the building, I've heard the unmistakable moaning of a lot of zombies coming from inside. Then there are the windows. Every single window in the whole building is splattered with blood on the inside. Some of them are broken, which only makes the moaning louder, but the bloody windows seen from the outside is nothing compared to what it looks like inside. We crept up to an unbroken window and looked inside once. It was quite possibly the worst scene I have ever seen in my entire life. The window we looked into is around the side of the building, looking into one of the smaller sections, um, Eastern European history or something like that. If blood on all the windows seemed bad, it was nothing compared to the amount of blood all over everything inside. Bookshelves were knocked over, furniture was broken, and it was filled with I'll I'll spare you the details. Let's just say that some of the zombies were mostly eaten before transforming into zombies. It was early on, before we started broadcasting, that we saw in there and haven't been back since. I actually had two nightmares over that scene. As bad as it was, I feel strongly that we have to get in there. I don't know how we're going to do it, especially after what happened when Max tried that idea for how to clear a building quickly at the radio station, but we have to get into the library. Dr. Clark has been trying to do behavioral studies on the zombies so we can figure things out about how they act and move and react to things. She's not a psychologist or anything, but she's a super smart scientist, so she can figure things out. She talks about how she doesn't have access to the work of actual behavioral researchers to help her since we don't have the internet anymore. But all of that stuff is in the library. So I know that she is yearning to get in there too. The library was 
as you might have guessed, my favorite place on campus. No matter how stressed out I was, no matter how much work I had to do or whatever drama was going on in my life, walking through the doors of the library always made me feel better. There's something about the quiet and peaceful atmosphere and the smell of books that calms me. I so badly wish that I had that now. When it came to schoolwork, I always preferred working in the library over my bedroom or a coffee shop or any student area on campus. The experience of being in the library helped me focus, ignore distractions, and be productive. Most resources I ever needed were available online. I wasn't even required to buy books last semester because they were all available digitally. But I did anyway especially whatever we were reading for lit classes. I like the physical book in my hand. I liked the feel and the smell and the tangibility of books. I had a Kindle, but it just wasn't the same. I used the crap out of it anyway. Being able to keep a whole library stored on that thing that I could stick in a backpack was super convenient. But we can't have that anymore. But we do... Have the library. I don't care how bad it is inside. We have got to be able to figure something out. Like I said, I know that Dr. Clark has been thinking about it too. Max, maybe not so much. I asked him about it once, but he's been a little gun-shy, as you might imagine. But I don't care. Because we've been collecting books For months, we have built our own little library of sorts, and we have used them as tender for trade and given them as gifts to people who have come by the station. If you haven't heard, I'm trading books for people's stories for us to read on the air. If you give us your story for us to read to our listeners, I will trade you a book for it. I call it Stories for Stories. However you can get it to us, be it stopping by the station or talking to us, coming on the air yourself, or giving it to Anna or any other traveler to bring to us, we will trade you a book for your story. We have classics, manuals, sci-fi, science, history, art, whatever you are into. But books as currency is just a bonus. It's access to the worlds of knowledge and beauty that they contain that excites me. If we can find a room that somehow was spared whatever the horrors were that happened in the library and safely get inside it, it would be a wondrous miracle. Even if it was something like architecture. I'm sure I could get into architecture. Buildings are cool. And then there are the stacks. It would be Christmas and Hanukkah and birthday and President's Day and Flag Day and everything else all rolled into one for Dr. Clark to be able to access science journals. What a gift to her. We have to get into the library. I don't know how, but we will. I'm Agnes Drew for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.